Welcome to the Sermon Podcast of First Christian Church, Disciples of Christ of St. Paul, located in Matamidi, Minnesota. We are a suburban congregation united in Christ and grounded in the values of diversity, solidarity, and witness. You can learn more about us by going to fccstpaul.org. Here is this week's sermon. chapter of the Gospel of Matthew, verses 14 through 30. For it is if, as if a man going on a journey summoned to his slave and entrusted his property to them. To one he gave five talents, to another two, to another one, to each according to his ability. Then he went away. The one who had received five talents went at once and traded them and made five more talents. In the same way, the one who had two talents made two more talents. But the one who had received one talent went off and dug a hole in the ground and hid his master's money. After a long time, the master of those slaves came and settled accounts with them. Then the one who had received five talents came forward, bringing five more talents, saying, Master, you handed over to me five talents. See, I have made five more talents. His master said to him, Well done, good and trustworthy slave. You have been trustworthy in a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Enter into the joy of your master. And the one who with two talents also came forward, saying, Master, you handed over to me two talents. See, I have made two more talents. And his master said to him, Well done, good and trustworthy slave. You have been trustworthy in a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Enter into the joy of your master. Then the one who had received one talent also came forward, saying, Master, I knew you were a harsh man, reaping where you did not sow, and gathering where you did not scatter seed. So I was afraid, and I went and hid your talent in the ground. Here is what you have. What is here you have, what is yours. But his master replied, You wicked and lazy slave. You knew, did you, that I reap where I did not sow and gathered where I did not scatter. Then you ought to have invested my money with the bankers, and on my return I would have received what was my own with interest. So take the talent from him and give it to the one with the ten talents. For all those who have, more will be given, and all those and will have an abundance. But from those who have nothing, even what they have will be taken away. As for this worthless slave, throw him into the outer darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. This is the word of God for all the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. 
Life is a banquet, and most poor suckers are starving to death. Those words come from the character Mame Dennis, and it is heard in the 1958 movie, Auntie Mame. I, this is one of my favorite movies, and I love this quote. And I probably have used this quote probably way too much in sermons. But I love it because it's true. There are people who sometimes let life pass them by, even though they are, have all the goodness in life, they just let it pass them by. And Mame was not that. This quote best describes who she is. She is someone that lives life to the fullest. And even when bad things happened to her, such as losing her fortune in the 1929 stock market crash, she still had an indomitable spirit. And she also had a generosity of heart. She was the one that was called to take care of her nephew, Patrick, who had become an orphan. And she opened her home to misfits and oddballs, people who respectful, respectful society looked askance at. But for her, she welcomed them. Now, today, we stay in the 25th chapter of Matthew. Last week, we were in, we read the parable of the ten bridesmaids. Today, we go into the parable of the talents. This is a parable that many of us maybe have heard, but we are always left scratching our heads because it doesn't seem to make much sense. For one thing, what does the word talent mean? And the other thing is, we never understand why the master gets so angry at this third servant. So he buried the money. So what? What's the big deal? So, a few things. The first thing you need to know is that maybe it's helpful in a way that we don't think so much of, about money here. Now, I know probably many a stewardship sermon has been preached using these verses, but I don't know if the connection here about money and giving really works. The story, as I said, is similar to the Ten Bridesmaids in that it is really about what we do, how we live, as we wait for Christ to return. In particular, the story here is about faith and trust. Do we believe in the goodness of God? Do we believe that God loves us and wants good for us? And do we have faith that God can take what God has given to us and turn it into amazing abundance? So the story begins with the master giving each of these three servants some talent or money. And then he goes away. We don't really know how long he's gone, but we do know that it was for a good amount of time. Now, when he returns, both of the first two servants have already have put their money to work. They have put it to work. They, they've doubled their investment. They believed in the goodness of the master. They were faithful. So when the master returns and hears what they did, he's pleased. 
Well done, good and faithful servant, the master says to both of these servants. And then there is that third servant that takes the talent and buries it. Don't get that. But, so we wonder, why is he doing this? And we learn, really, is that he's afraid of the master. He does not trust the master. He doesn't have the faith that the master will treat him with kindness. So he can only see the master as a harsh man. And so, because he's afraid, he buries the talent in the ground. That servant had such a warped view of the master that he, of course, is afraid. And because he's afraid, he can't see that talent as a gift. So, he sees this gift more as a burden. He wants to get rid of it as soon as possible. So that's why he buries it in the ground. Now he has a view of the master that isn't true, but that's what how he sees the master because he doesn't trust the master. And irony of ironies, when the master returns and finds out that the talent that he had given this third servant was never used, this third servant gets the master he's afraid of. He is mad. The master calls this third servant wicked and evil, and the servant is thrown out into the darkness. You and I have been given the gift of grace. That is what all three of these servants were given. And while we await for the return of Christ, the question here in this parable is, what are we going to do? We can choose to enter into God's grace. With the grace that is given to us, we can go and we can care for others. We can feed the hungry. We can welcome the stranger. We can tell others of the good news, that God loves them. On the other hand, we can also become stingy. We can close ourselves off from the needs of others. We let fear hold us back. What happens is we don't experience the abundance. And what does this mean for a church? Think about it. As a congregation, we are given and, and come knowing that God loves us. And we are given God's grace. And we can take that grace, and God can turn it into something that is abundant. Or we can be stingy and fearful and worry more about the budget. And, and become a congregation hanging on for sheer survival. It all depends on how we see God. It all depends on faith. That third servant reminds me of Auntie Mame's quote. He was at this wonderful banquet. The master basically had given him this wonderful opportunity. He is sitting at this banquet. He is eating food that he had never tasted before, and drinks 
that are some of the finest in the world. He had it all there, but he doesn't eat it. He just sits there, fearful and starving. He misses out in experiencing the joy of the master. The fear, his fear became a prison, and it kept him from living in joy. To a church that leaves the building, we must put our faith in God, a God that is generous and adventurous and is willing to open us up to the beauties and to treasures that we can barely imagine. We can go out into the world knowing that God is with us and that we have the abundance of heaven at the ready as we bring the gospel to a world that sorely needs it. God is calling us to enter into God's goodness and live a life full of joy. We come to God's table to take part in this big banquet of life. It is there waiting for us. We just have to have the faith to accept it. Thanks be to God. Amen. And please join with me in prayer. Merciful God, we thank you for speaking to us through your word. Grant us all grace that we may not simply be hearers of your word, but doers as well. Give us the grace of your Holy Spirit that we may believe what has been proclaimed to us. And may we bring glory and honor to your name in all that we do as you mold us into the image of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. We hope today's sermon podcast was nourishment to your soul. If you'd like to know more about First Christian Church of St. Paul, please visit our website at fccstpaul.org. That's F-C-C-S-A-I-N-T-P-A-U-L.org. May God be with you in the coming week.